Market View on Money FM 89.3. Well, at the end of last week, there was some big news announced by the Monetary Authority of Singapore, who awarded two full cryptocurrency licenses to two firms, one of which was DBS Vickers, and the other one, the Australian cryptocurrency exchange, the Independent Reserve, making them the first foreign entity to be granted a full license to offer digital payment token services here in Singapore. There's a bit of a game changer with many industry observers expecting more licenses under the Payment Services Act to be awarded over time. But what will this mean, actually? for uh, the, the the future or the landscape for cryptocurrency exchanges and services in the region and how might they address some of the persistent pervading um, uh, issues with regards to uh, security and alleged uh, alleged uh, money laundering activities that might be generated or through some of these platforms well today on Money FM 88.3, we're pleased to be joined by Mr. Rex Sonhi, who is the managing director for the Independent Reserve in Singapore. It's a big, it's a big, it's a new day, it seems, for the Independent Reserve, and he's here to talk to us about what went into securing this full license and also what they, they make of some of the challenges and criticisms uh, facing the industry. Mr. Sonhi, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to hear you and your loved ones are still safe and in good health during these times. And welcome back to the show. First and foremost, congratulations to you guys for securing this first full license. You guys must be over the moon over this. We are indeed, JP. Thank you very much for having me back on as well. All right. So, Rexy, you know, let's talk first about the process. I'm sure this wasn't an easy task. I'm sure there's a lengthy process you guys went through. Can you talk to us first about how much work went into securing this first full license from the MAS and what it means for the Independent Reserve's long-term vision? Well, like you said, it was a it was a long process. It took us about nineteen months. Um, wow! However, there are still many more firms out there that are still waiting uh, for, I believe, case officers to be assigned as well to to, to hear them out, if you like, for the application procedure. But um, I mean, the process uh, once it started was actually quite smooth, to be honest with you. There was some back and forth between us and the MAS. Um, we found it, it being um, more of a a knowledge sharing exercise as well. Uh, obviously, the crypto exchanges and, and crypto business is new to the MES. It's a new regulatory regime in Singapore. Um, so whilst we are actually answering questions, we were actually trying to educate the regulator as well and, and just uh, let them know actually how things fit into our business model uh, and how we wanted to operate in Singapore. Absolutely. And, you know, when you think about Singapore, we have to give it to MAS for being one of the more relatively open regulators towards the adoption of digital currencies and cryptos. Um, we do note, though, that many have failed to secure licenses this round, in part due to concerns with regards to technology risks or money, money laundering regulations or failure to adhere to some of these regulations. These are some of the big criticisms facing many cryptocurrency exchanges and the cryptocurrency service providers really since the, since the, since the uh, sector, uh, since the industry actually formed itself. Um, what has the Independent Reserve done to make sure that these concerns by authorities were addressed? And I'm sure this is something that came up during the discussions with the MAS. Oh, oh indeed. This is a, a big part of actually the conversations and discussions with MAS. But I mean, Independent Reserve is a platform that allows the buying and selling of cryptocurrencies and our, our business model and tech risks in relation to AML and, and CFD are actually more straightforward. Of course, we've incorporated solutions for the travel requirements and also being able to carry out on-chain analysis. Um, and it's important for any provider in the space for those similar reasons. I mean, we've been operating a world-class exchange for over eight years in Australia and now in Singapore. Uh, we were the first crypto exchange in Australia to be regulated by Austrac. Um, back in 2015, 
and uh, they, they are the regulator for AML-CFT, and now we're the first exchange to be regulated as a major payment institution by AMAS. So by virtue of that, we've gone through all the hoops, if you like, ticked all the boxes for MAS uh, to actually prove to them that we are a world-class operator and we can we can do what we're, we, we can do, basically what they've asked us to do and more. Well, you, could you share with us what some of those boxes that were ticked off, tick, ticked with regards to um, some of these money laundering regulations and technology risks? Basically, I mean, how did you guys uh, prove that uh, the Independent Reserve can actually address some of these concerns uh, better than some of the other firms that failed to, to guard our crypto license this round? Sure. So we have our own set of policies and procedures internally that we've okay. devised and we've been improving upon for, for the last eight years. Um, what we've actually added onto that was the, the travel rule. So the travel rule is also known as value transfer. It's a, it's a big a big thing, basically, in, in Singapore in terms of MAS. MAS want to be the first to actually show the rest of the world that they are actually in compliance. Uh, in the compliance with the travel uh, solution, if you like, um, and so that was quite key, and that's a, that's a new thing actually. Singapore is is the first uh, jurisdiction, if you like, that wants to to show that they are actually going to be compliant with the travel rule. All right, uh, we're listening to Rex Sandy, the managing director for the Independent Reserve here on Money FM eighty nine point three. You're talking about their, uh, the the Independent Reserve's secure, securing of the first of one of the f- f- full licenses from the MAS, MAS to offer cryptocurrency and digital payment services. Now, security is a big issue for crypto exchanges, Rex. You probably know uh, know this, and you know the exchanges are no strangers to hacks or glitches. When you look at the short history of crypto exchanges, there's been a lot of attempts to actually hack, and some of them actually, uh, 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 you know, uh, scarily successful actually talk to us about how the independent reserve stays on top of some of these issues with regards to security and potential hacks into the exchange Sure. So we actually designed our exchange from ground up for security as a number one consideration. Um, we have uh, many unique security measures on top of the industry standard ones to protect our clients' fund and data. Uh, and some of these are things such as double encrypted private keys, the geographically dispersed encryption keys, encrypted data, uh, encrypted and signed data in the databases, encrypted uh, and watermarks used on all our verification documents um, for the assets themselves, cold storage at multi-sig. Um, and more importantly, one of the things to actually to prove that we are actually keeping up with the security is that we conduct annual penetration testing mm-hmm. and we actually have continuous intrusion detection monitoring as well on the exchange. All right. Now, Rex, you know, you're not the only ones who was granted a license and you may find yourself butting heads with institutions like DBS, which also was granted a license this time. It was also noted that there, we can expect at least more licenses under the Payment Services Act actually to be rolled out in the coming months, perhaps more players entering. Um, you know, is competition expected to heat up if more entrants come to Singapore? And from the independent reserves perspective, is this necessarily a bad thing? Sure. So we actually have a different business model to, to DBS Digital, and we can all work together to continue to build a crypto ecosystem here in Singapore. I mean, competition is expected to heat up. Um, we don't believe this is a bad thing, and it keeps us on our toes to, to continue to enhance our product offerings to our clients, so they benefit from this as a result. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rex, I'm sure you've also noted in recent times that uh, there's been a recent crackdown on, uh, on, uh, on, on cryptocurrencies, digital currencies for the most part, from authorities in China to South Korea. They've all been stepping up efforts to tighten the noose on cryptocurrencies. Perhaps one of the reasons also why a number of them are actually shifting to uh, Singapore and are refocusing their efforts in uh, Singapore. Do you think this is a growing trend that might pose problems for the independent reserve? And where might the group decide to grow if more regulators start to turn up the heat for the most part. Basically, is this an issue that you guys are foreshadowing has to be tackled or planned for? And, uh, and how, does this, how does this affect uh, the independent reserve's long-term plans? Sure. So we, we actually haven't considered expansion into those countries. So those is no problems for, for us at Independent mm-hmm. Reserve. I mean, we are actively monitoring the Vancouver landscape. Um, and many of the international regulators' eyes are actually on what Singapore is doing now and how it's benefiting the economy here. Um, so in, in short, we've got our eyes and ears out to the ground. We're, we're seeing what progress is made um, with the other jurisdictions in terms of the regulate, regu- regulatory bodies there. And we hope that the other con- some other countries actually take a more progressive stance like um, the MAS has. Right. Um, but the thing is, though, if a country like China, where they do have a lot of usage for the regards to cryptocurrency, a lot of people following this, actually, if we start to see more regulators crack down, actually, could we see the overall usage of cryptocurrencies perhaps wane? Or do you think that uh, the adoption of cryptocurrencies and uh, digital payment services, um, do you think that this will continue despite some of the regulatory heat that's been turned up by some of these uh, folks from China, South Korea, and other countries in the world? Is there basically nothing that can derail the train? Or do you think that this actually is an issue that might have to be dealt with? I don't think it will derail the train, to be honest with you. I I think the adoption of cryptocurrencies will not wane. Um, People just move to other jurisdictions where they are more friendly towards cryptocurrency exchanges or actually the crypto system ecosystem, because it's not just the exchanges, it's actually some miners that have been impacted by what's been going on, and, and not even just the miners, it's people that are selling mining equipment as well that have been impacted by what's going on in some of these jurisdictions. So I, I don't think this is going to wane the, the, the adoption of cryptocurrencies, to be honest with you. All right. And just very quickly, Rex, um, given you have been granted this uh, full license at the moment, can you tell our listeners what cryptocurrencies they can actually use on, this, uh, on, on the independent reserve? Uh, um, you know, it's such a huge universe. It seems that there's always a new cryptocurrency being born almost every day. Talk to us about what offerings um, the Independent Reserve actually has, given you have the, the all clear from the MAS to operate. Sure. So we, we have the top 10 listed uh, cryptocurrencies by market cap at the moment, and we're also offering uh, USDC. Um, we will be adding to the exchange uh, platform another six to eight tokens by the end of October. And then every six weeks or so, we'll be launching another set of tokens that we've done our due diligence on and obviously passed on to review to MAS uh, to, to give us a go ahead on that as well. All right. Fantastic. And once again, congratulations to you, to the Independent Reserve for garnering this one of the first uh, cryptocurrency exchange licenses or, uh, from the MAS. Rex Sondi, the Managing Director for the Independent Reserve, thank you so much for joining us today on Money FM 89.3. As always, Rex, I wish you and your loved ones continued health and safety during these times. We look forward to next time we can have you back on the show. Meanwhile, stay safe. And once again, congratulations, guys. Thank you, JP. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.